welcome to the road to Blake Street. Banter, where all of us know what the word banter means on the road to Blake Street. James, say hi. Hi. Do you know what the word banter means? No, nobody does. Hmm. It's just something we kind of made up as we go along. Gotcha. I wonder if the listeners know what banter means. Maybe Mike, Mike knows. Uh, if only Mike spoke to us. He's in my A. I don't know. He'll make an appearance someday. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully he shows up. We are just going to do this real quick because the abs are on. They're gonna, are they going to sweep? Yeah, they're sweeping. They are sweeping. Just they're sweeping. The, getting, the, getting the floors clean. We did talk nothing. to... One nothing right now. And we're what? We... First intermission? Is that how you say it? First intermission? Yes. So we are just going to try to get this done. Go back and enjoy the abs match and go on with it. We did talk to Case Williams today and he said sweep. He said sweet. He said sweet. And he is a very noticeable abs fan. So he knows better. So let's get into it. Nothing abs talk. We're not a hockey podcast yet. Uh, real kick. What's going on in the college regionals? What do you got for me? Give me a quick rundown of stuff. Uh, Oklahoma State uh, coming back from double digits. Uh, topped it off with a grand slam. Uh, today, uh, Michigan Louisville game. Umpire called a steal at second, uh, safe when he's out, and then they scored four runs. So that kind of hurt Michigan. Clearly out. That was a terrible call. I was watching that one live. I go, what the hell? Why are we taking so long? It's obviously out. And then they came back and said he was safe. Uh, Tennessee guy flipped off the outfield. That was weird. That was and, really weird. Uh, Notre Dame, Texas Tech got. No, it was Notre Dame and Georgia Southern got a little chippy for some reason. Um, Those guys, guys pimping, guys pimping home runs, and then um, yeah, Notre Dame. Uh, they're my favorites to make the World Series. They're your favorites. All right, uh, Louisiana State versus Southern Miss was fun. Watched that with the boys right before this. Back and forth, seventh inning on, LSU ended up losing. So thanking him, Nick Bush, right now. Hopefully he's okay. Nick Bush lost. Um, Carl Kaufman's out. Like, we got some some of our friends of the pods, all the modders are gone real quick. Gone real freaking quick. Gone real freaking quick. So just something to watch. Super regional start next week. Um uh, we'll obviously get you updated then and probably do a little bit more Nick's Nooks stuff with that. Um, but player of the months, Daniel Montano got the call up. Got the player of the month. Everything deserves whatever this man was doing um, after being named player of the week. Uh, four, three, three batting average with six doubles, three triples, and one dinger. 15 RBIs in the month of May. To say he earned it would be an understatement. Well, not only did he earn it, and then he got called up, and then he's still raking. So, yeah. I saw what 900 plus OPS in his first week. Yeah, he hit the ground running. So something to watch for, something to watch for. I don't know how we, he kind of just was under the radar. Like we haven't talked a lot about him on this. No. So he just kind of like, all right, <laughs> screw you, Blake's your banter. We're here. I want, to, I want to say we are the motivator for him without a doubt. It has to be. Like there's no way they're not talking there about us. There is absolutely no way. So you're welcome, Daniel. Um, if you want to get the, Address we can. Damn, Daniel. 
<laughs> and pitcher of the month was Mason Green. Surprise, surprise, right? 113 ERA, five starts, 32 innings. Oh, like that ERA translates to only four earned runs across those five starts. 31 strikeouts, a whip of one, and three of his five starts went seven plus innings. Uh, he's got to be called up soon. He's 23 years old. He obviously knows what he's doing. Just call him up. What are we doing? Just call him up. Just call him up. I'm really curious what they're going to do. Call about me maybe. Comments. Why would we call you maybe? Your name's James. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to. You, you okay. tried. You tried. Maybe don't try. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. No, no. Keep trying. You're, you're, you're trying. It's always worth trying. Okay. Okay. People want yeah. you to try. People want you to try. Take a deep breath, regroup, and let's try that again. Regroup. Uh, what, right. what are we doing? Like, why aren't we calling him up? Why aren't we calling him up? Um, that's a good question. Um, Thanks. I just have to imagine that. They still want him to work on something, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's that is a very good thought, James. I bet you're right. Something along those lines. I don't know. Wish we knew more about that kind of stuff, but we don't. We're not privy to that information. I wonder if they're gonna do a mass call up, call down thing here soon before the draft. See what they kind of have and see where they're at with some players. Okay, I have two thoughts. Okay, two give thoughts. me your second one first. Second one is, is that there's somebody in front of them that they're not comfortable moving down or up. So, I mean, they're just, they're just getting blocked. And that's, they're, a, that's a very good thought. And they're waiting for an injury of some kind, or they're just waiting until somebody else gets moved. Okay. I like that. Usually it's a, it's a domino effect. And then uh, the first thought is, is that maybe they're just not thinking about it. You know, that's kind of the reality we don't really want to talk about, but maybe they just, they've scouted him and they're just not convinced. And then they're not thinking about it. I mean, maybe to a point with certain players, but I think if you're naming somebody player in the month, you're definitely thinking about him. Like he's obviously on your radar in some sense, some form of fashion. Yeah, I, I like my second thought better. Yeah, I agree with your second thought. Like, it's you need to have a ripple effect, and sometimes injuries kind of let let that happen. Um, but right now, it's just not because, like, we're seeing that with Tovar. Like, why isn't he called up to AAA? We're seeing that with maybe like a Joe Rock or a Zach Bean, a Drew Romo. Like, why isn't he getting called up? So there's a few things that go into all that information, which always hard. Uh, but yeah, enough of that. Real quick, just doing this real fast, doing this real fast. Jose Urena uh, signed as a minor league free agent, made his first start for the AAA Albuquerque Isotopes. Wasn't terrible. Looking for starting pitching depth, maybe long relief along the, down the road for the major league club. Live arm, never really been able to figure it out. I remember a few years ago, I had him on the fancy team. He was a big strikeout guy. He would go like six innings, 10 Ks, but then he'll go the next inning and go two, two innings with zero Ks and just get blown up for 15 runs. So, yeah, it's always a control issue. Do you know much what about his arsenal? Uh, I know he's throwing 96 with movement on his fastball. So, um, the stuff's always been there, but it's, it's always been the control and maybe it's a little bit of tipping pitches. Yeah, my old um, tipping pitches thing. It's crazy that's a thing. You think they would have that figured out by a professional, but 
uh, yeah, so he's looking to get back on that. He spent a little time with the Tigers last year. Uh, I really liked it when the Tigers signed him, but he didn't do anything with it. Feltner was called to AAA, but he is on the, what do you call that? The road squad for like any COVID issues. So he's still with the major league club in San Francisco. They're playing San Francisco this tomorrow. So he's with them. Um, so he's called down, but he's still with the club. I saw something that he is expected to be make the next six start. Um, they're doing a six man rotation. So probably this weekend we'll see Feltner again. Chad Smith had his one bad outing. It was terrible. It was obviously also the game that everybody was terrible. And he got sent back down to Albuquerque and he is with the isotopes right now. Um, so just a little thing on that. And Ward and Montano calls ups. I don't know if we talked about it last week, but future friend of the pod, Braden Ward, got the call up from Fresno to Spokane. And he also did some work this week in his first week in Spokane. Um, is he still 100% for stolen bases? Um, that's a good question. I don't know if he's, I know he stole a bag, but I don't know if he got caught. Mike, Mike, get on that real quick. Uh, we talked about Matani a little bit. He is 900 plus OPS, still doing good things. Uh, hitting first, second, third in the lineup in Hartford last week. So just another name to look in that outfield with, you know, Decalotti, um, Heron. Who else is out there? John Blanks. Um, who's the big one? Doyle. Doyle's out there too. So Montano making his case to be um, a mainstay. And then a big one, Mitchell Kilkenny, uh, big name, big control guy, is off the injured list. He is returning back to the Hartford Goat, Yard Goats squad. And Blair Calvo is back on the IL. I think that's his second stint this year. So hopefully he gets figured out because I actually like watching Blair Calvo pitch. He, he has an electric arm, wide open arm. Um, but that is a quick rundown. Like I said, the abs are on, so we're making this quick. We're making this fast. Uh, we'll have more details next week when Tyler's here and he's not watching the abs and having fun. Man, that guy and his priorities, right? Just being young, man. What it would mean to be – nobody likes you when you're 23, though, so I don't know. Somebody wrote a song about that, I think. Yeah, I think – did you see that it turned 23, that album turned 23, like, a week ago? <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. I was on the radio. I guess that's probably why I was on the radio. Yeah, that would be why. It was all over. Uh, what's the app song that they sing? What's the one they sing out loud at Ball Stadium, Ball Arena? Um, all the small things. Ah, yes. They sing all the small things. I, I like. I do like that new tradition that stadiums are doing with that. All right, let's get into it. The meat and the potatoes. Oh, before we get into the meat and potatoes, we did have a few requests of who to talk about. One was the arm bar and one was the call-ups. We kind of talked about the call-ups. Hopefully that was enough for you, Jackie. I don't know if it is. We don't know any information. So we're trying to my get favorite, My favorite to get called up soon is Drew Romo. You think Drew Romo before Tovar? Um, yeah, honestly, I do. Yeah, I think so too. I, I don't know what they're doing with them. Like it, it makes me nervous that they're going to hold Bean and Romo down in Spokane all year. They're just, they're just, just not, I think they're just not ready to start the clock. I know. I mean, and there's no reason to, I've, I've said this multiple times. The window is still two, three years down the road. So what's the point of starting that clock right now? Yeah. They're not in a hurry and Tovar, if he's smart, he's just going to keep doing his thing and knowing that it's not going to happen. Um, right. Soon. What if you demanded a trade? 
<laughs> I mean, I don't think he could go that far. He could definitely file a grievance, but that that he'd lose. George Springer did that uh, with the Astros when they were toying with his service time. Really? Yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Uh, he was in AAA and he was killing it, and they weren't calling him up, and it was extremely clear that they were doing it because they didn't want to start his clock. Yeah. Manipulating his clock. And so he filed a grievance. I don't know what the outcome of that was because he did eventually get called up like a couple weeks afterwards and then never got sent back down. But the grievance was enough probably to push the envelope and get him started. Yeah. I remember watching that. I was like, man, <laughs> it's like starting out your new job. And right when you start, you're already going to HR. Right. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's I risky. Need, I need to talk to you all about something real quick. Yeah. I mean, push the envelope. You got to advocate for yourself. I mean, our painter satchel with Nate Harris, that was kind of one of his deals when he was in college. Like, I want to do this, coach. Put me in, coach, and you got to speak up for yourself. So, no, yeah, I say it's ballsy. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, right. in the greatest way possible. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's the move, Savar. Ezekiel, if you're listening, file a grievance. No, don't do that. File a grievance. Let's you're just fine. get you. I want to see you. And while you file that, put your Laris Montero and went to Bernard on that grievance make it a three-man grievance so we can see our guy and i still have no idea why montero is not being called up like I, I tweeted it out earlier it didn't get as much love as it should have but if you have somebody sitting at 900 911 ops 950 ops at the triple a level when your major league talent is not producing like why not you have a dh you have outfield positions that can be moved around and angled yeah, I want to talk about this for a second because okay. if anybody has the right to file a grievance, it's Wynton Bernard. Definitely Wynton Bernard. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Obviously, we're biased because we're we're pulling for the guys. Um, but uh, I can't remember this first name, but a guy by the name of Garcia was playing AAA for the Iowa Cubs. And he recently has been tearing it up, but it's clear they're not going to call him back up because they already gave him a shot. So he demanded a release. They released him. Next second, he signed with the KBO. And so, you know, for guys like Wynton Bernard, you know, I got to wonder, Garcia is not the only person thinking that kind of thing. Right. And, but Wynton's a little bit different just because he's never had that taste of the minor league or the major leagues, right? But will he ever? so he does have to think about that i mean would you rather play at in the triple a of the major leagues or would you rather play in the kbo no he's so close it's he's so deserving so deserving and he's so close so yeah i hope he stays patient and it pays off but you know there's a cynical side to me especially when it comes to rocky's front office right very warranted yeah so let's like look at him so his stats right now Quentin Bernard has only struck 20, out 23 times in 148 at-bats, has walked 12 times in 148 at-bats. 338 average, a 588 slugging, uh, 385 OPS, uh, on-base percentage. That translates to a 973 OPS. Yeah. Can play good defense. He's above-average defense, above-average speed, so he can cover ground and coors. I'm probably, probably right around Daza and Hilliards, I would say. Yeah, I think we need to give this thing till the trade deadline, see if 
anybody gets moved or anybody's hurt. Um, but if the Rockies aren't going anywhere and it's very clear by August, then, you know, when Bernard fan favorite, yeah, for August and September, I could see that happening. Just give him, just give him the spot. I, yeah. Maybe we file a grievance for him. Maybe we just email Dick. Yeah, this is my fan grievance right now. I'm filing. Let's file it. Maybe we can send him this audio clip and see if Dick wants to come on the pod. He still has I declare grievance. <laughs> Or Michael, I don't know if that's how that works. Um, but yeah, Winter Menard, I would agree. Winter Menard should be the next call up at the major league level, just because journeyman, we're not playing for anything. Why the fuck not? At that point. Um, Montero should be called up. Braden Ward, Nick got back to me. Mike got back to me. Braden Ward is 27 stolen bases of 27 stolen bases. Speaking of high speed, score, is that good? Uh 100 percent is usually pretty solid unless it's golf. <laughs> Yeah, place. It plays. Um, <laughs> all right. Before we get to our top five so far in the minor leagues, um, want to talk about Nick Bush. This is the second of the three things that were requested on Twitter. Friend of the pod, like we'd love to talk about him, right? Um, has had a solid season. His May, May had a 267 ERA in 30 innings, well, nine earned runs, 27 strikeouts, 27 hits. Um he does it a little bit different, not a big strikeout guy, like four or five each, each outing hits are usually around the five, six mark. Um, so he's allowing people on, but not by free passes. They're, they're earning it. Uh, but he has really solidified his name as somebody to look out for in these upcoming years. So that's fun to, fun to see. He dropped his ERA from six eleven in April 28th to three ninety four in the five outings he had in May. Pretty solid. Yeah, that is uh, extremely solid. I worry a little bit because of those allowing guys on and not getting the strikeout, but if you're effective, you're effective. Yeah, yeah. And if it's, it's usually the three passes that come back to bite you because you usually can't find it. Like we're seeing that with Darnell and Davis a lot right now. There's high walk rates, which is hurting them in the long run. But the what the hits right now for Nick they're there but they're not killing him right now so watching Noah Davis watching Noah Davis pitch is uh, a roller coaster it is <laughs> it's wild he's man. he's so dominant one at bat and then he gives up two three run home runs you know a couple couple batters later it is wild that's that thing about that Northwest League it's if you make a mistake you are going to pay for it and He's he's realizing that uh, a lot of growing pains for Noah and and Duke. Duke has had a really pretty poor outing last week. All right, on to the fun stuff. Yes. All right, so we're gonna end it here. We're gonna end it with these things. Top five players so far for me and James in the minor league system. And I we did get the request to do armbarn, so I'm going all armbarn with my five guys. Just to put that out there, so you don't think I'm completely biased or mistaking everything. But I love the arm barn. We know I love the arm barn. The arm barn is my favorite thing to talk about. And so I'm going to use this as an opportunity to talk about the barn of arms. Okay. So I'm going to go first Why you figure out what you're doing because we all know you're not prepared for this. Uh-huh. We do. So I'm going first. This is in no particular order. This is just per- my five names, top five names in no particular order. But Luke Taggart, uh, future friend of the pod next week. Two weeks, 
Yeah, next week, this Thursday, probably. Luke Taggart dropping 18 games, 26 innings pitched, 26.1. Only has allowed three earned runs, James. Three earned runs in that frame. He's five for five in save opportunities. A whip of 0.87 with 33 strikeouts. 33 strikeouts and 26.1 innings. Yeah, and once you listen to that session, you'll understand why he's been so dominant. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He doesn't even like baseball. (laughs) He'd rather be ranching. So (laughs) you'd rather be somewhere else. You're gonna be good. Might as well be have fun. Or if you want to have fun, might as well be good at good at it or whatever you said. Spoiler alert. All right, your first one. Actually, snake draft. So you give me us your next two. My first one is Drew Romo. Yeah. Safe bet. Absolute stud and it's so exciting because it's a catcher and catching is so bad and it's never been good in the rocky system at least it hasn't been for a long long time um no i'm gonna say it. i mean we've never been good at the catcher position charles johnson was decent and that was in like 99 so let it go folks it's all fair <laughs> uh then my next guy after that is tovar uh he's the big piece in the auto trade right so not in the Nato trade not in the Nato trade Montero was in the Nato trade that's right and that's actually who I was thinking I was going to go with before I switched it to Tavar at the last second remember your first call up in the first pod that first call up was going to be Tavar to the to the major leagues but you also meant Montero but you know who I was thinking of who is Alan Trejo yes in that so first I, pod yes and then after that i realized i said tovar and not trejo yeah but anyway that's <laughs> then my next guy is tovar yeah romo and tovar very safe bets very deserving though you're gonna hate my next two i i can guess who they are <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, uh, Drew Romo, he does it defensively, he does it offensively. We've talked a little bit about him. Um, and he switch hits. He switch hits, and he does it well. He has an 852 OPS, seven stolen bases as a catcher. Um, it's just move him up. Let him and Willie Mack just do things in A. send up Cope to A. get rid of one of those catchers up there that we know aren't going to make it anywhere. I don't just time to make moves. Just make moves. Yeah, it's probably change of scenery time for Dom. He has not figured out a AAA, but not here nor there. Good vibes only the rest of this. Yeah, thing. my bad. And Tovar, yeah, we know about Tovar. Tovar season, hashtag season spelled S-C-N. Okay, my two, my next two. Again, no particular order. Jake Bird, 21 games, 25 any pitches, 25 innings pitch at AAA level. Um, only allowed eight earned runs in that time with a 0.96 whip. Um, unfortunately, he's only two or four saves. So take that how you want. Something about pressure and clutch, I think, is needs to be talked about and understood. But he's that live arm. I think he's one of those next few arm barns to get the major league call up. Um, and he's fun to watch. He's got a, got a big, lanky wind-up, very Joe Rock-like um and somebody that everybody needs to know about but nobody knows about is steven motherfucking jones i gave him that middle name 17 games 22 innings pitch 0.82 era he's only allowed two earned runs this season 
two. That's one less than what Taggart had, if you're keeping track at home. And how many innings pitched? 20 plus? 22 innings. Okay, yeah. It, in Northwest League, again, top league in all of minor leagues. So 0.96 whip, 21 strikeouts. Uh, just when he's on, you feel confident about what's going to happen. And his stuff, it just pipes. It's it's a 96, but it's like a fast 96. Steven motherfucking Jones. Yeah, your turn. Uh, <coughs> Montero. <coughs> yeah, my next two are obviously going to be Montero and Zach B. <laughs> so that's just the way it is. Why Montero? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, his OPS is 902, and he hits the ball like really, really, really hard. Really, really hard. Do you see that home run earlier this week? Like early yeah. last week, where everybody just turned their head and like looked at it go. Yeah, he's a grown man, he and that's a grown man swing. And he needs to be in the major league sooner rather than later. Much sooner, much sooner. And why Veen? Veen Veen's a little lackluster this year. He is. Um, I think he might be getting a little, I don't know, just growing pains. I don't want to say he's bored. I don't think he's bored by any means. I know he takes his job extremely serious, but, um, I mean, he's a five-tool player. And he had a rough last week, but, you know, if he's not hitting, he's still causing chaos on base pass. He's still playing defense. Um, and you know, he might not, he might only get a couple hits next week, but they could easily be two doubles and a home run. That's fair. Yeah. He has very well-timed at bats. Oh, this is interesting. He has a 265 batting average, but his OBP is 381. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Love to see that with a slugging at 420. And he started very very late last year too so Zach I, I think it's just gonna be a notoriously late starter yeah um all right so you're playing safe and I, or we already know who your fifth one is gonna be um so thanks for playing i we know if you probably don't even know who it is my next two my number four number five um somebody who we have not talked about whatsoever is joel condre out of fresno 18 games 19.2 and he's pitched uh, only allowed three hundred runs in those 19 innings, 1.37 ERA with 21 strikeouts and a whip of 1.17. I don't know anything more about them than that. I saw his name pop up on a few box scores last week. Um, so maybe something to watch out for or look out for. Um, Joel Condrea. Condre. Mike, let me know how to say that. And the next one, PJ Pullian. He's been on our radar for a hot minute. Uh, 21 innings pitch, 19 games, 2.0 ERA. He does it different than Stephen motherfucking Jones. He gets the strikeouts. 32 strikeouts in those 21 innings. Um, again, compared to Stephen motherfucking Jones is 21. Um, and a whip of 92. Dude man's only allowed six walks this year. Five earned runs, six walks in the 21 innings pitch. P.J. Pulliam. Still trying to figure out what the PJ stands for. So if you Patrick have Jones. Patrick Jones, Pullian? Yep. Okay. All right. Heard it here first. 
PJ stands for Patrick Jones. But yeah, Armbar. Armbar is good. Some honorable mentions for mine. Nick Kennedy, because he got called up early. Chad Smith, because he got called up to the big leagues. Kitchen and Pilar are doing really cool things in Spokane. Um, just not enough innings to make the list with my super in-depth, very strict criteria. Um, but Kitchen and Pilar are also some names to watch out for. Who's your final one? I'm going to go with Joe Rock. Oh, it's not who I thought you were going to go with. I like that, though. Uh, I need a starting pitcher with some swag and um, just all the sauce. And that, to me, is Joe Rock. Dude just carries himself different. He does. And uh, he's very passionate about, about being good at it. And so, you know, starting pitching – has always been horrible. So at least with Joe Rock, I'm going to get somebody that is going to go out with a little attitude. Yeah. Did you see his line last week? Yeah. Just... Something else. <laughs> I'll say it for you. He went seven innings, one hit, two walks, zero runs with nine, nine Ks. That was after his first bad outing of the season. So Joe Rock, I like that one. Do you know who your honorable mention is? Do you know who I was gonna? Th- I was thinking of your fifth one. No, I really have no idea. You you talked about him earlier, so that's probably why you didn't mention him. But I was gonna say Winston Bernard. Oh, see, I would. The only thing about Winton is he's thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I easily would have said it. That's fair. Not really that early prospect, that young prospect that we all want to hear about. Okay, that's fair. So when play safe. If I had to choose right now, pick one person to be in the major leagues. It's Winton Bernard. Winton Bernard. How do we make this a thing? Who do we talk to? We need this is this is our next social media push. We need to push this. So I already lost the B Rod thing. We now I heard need something. I heard Monfort's pretty accessible, so I think you just go straight to the top. But... Okay, can you and Mike draft me an email to send to Monfort, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, post not playing, and then we'll send it to everybody else to send to Monfort and see what happens. Yeah, we'll just get a bunch of people to sign it. Yeah. By a bunch, I mean like the five people that pay attention. Yeah, oh, we're up to 10. We had a good week. Okay, and that's that. James, just with the fire here tonight. Um, I really miss Tyler. Uh, <laughs> draft pro- preview pod last week. A lot of fun stuff with Nick and Tyler giving us things to look out for for the College World Series. It's never too late to listen to that. That is one of those ones that are as they say evergreen for at least a few more weeks um and i think i'm doing we're doing something fun i don't know if you're gonna be able to hang out james but nate harris and i are gonna twitter space and watch the end of the yard goes game at 9 p.m tomorrow night and kind of do a broadcast and just talk ball with the former professional ball player get that some insight from that and if the yard goes are over i think the isotopes will begin at that time so i'll come hang out Twitter space, 9 p.m. on Tuesday, the 7th. Um, and just see how it goes. See, have some fun with that. I have, he confirmed, but then he hasn't confirmed yet today. So look out on the socials for some promotion about that. Because um, we're all assuming that you're listening to this as soon as this drops in about an hour. And check out the newsletter. Banter session with Nate Harris just dropped. And anything else? Anything for the good of the cons? Go Rocks, minor league affiliates. Woo!
Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.